Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name's Thomas. <coughs> My name's Steve. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I'm Harvey. I'm Harvey. <laughs> That was the biggest delay of my life. I was like, that was, uh, hello? Oh, my God. Just watching him scroll on his phone. It's, it's funny. Uh, all right, great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Um, back from a week break. Um, I think last week there's just no movies coming out anyway, so it's not like we missed much. I think it was, it was a Stuber was, was a big release. So we skipped that. Um, this week we're coming at you with the Lion King, directed by Jean Favreau. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. It's French, right? I guess so. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about some things we watched during the week as well. And stick around because we're doing some news again. There's some notable news uh, we picked out. I'm going to discuss with you guys some stuff that I'm not sure of. So I'm excited to hear what Harvey might have dug up from the, the minds of Cinema culture. The cinema. Um, other than that, how is everyone's two weeks, uh, Steve? Or actually, it's much more than three weeks. Yeah, it's been, been away for like a month, bro. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yeah, it's been a great time, man. Uh, went traveling for work a bit. It was pretty dope. Uh, went to Anguilla. Never been there before. Small little island. Island, I think population is like less than I don't know. Who owns Who owns that island? It's, it's its own island. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's definitely its own thing, man. I can look this up later, but I'm almost hundred percent sure? correct. Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, I'll look it up for you. No, uh, no, it was a beautiful island. Went went shooting, uh, filmed some stuff out there, and then uh, came back, and you know, it's just it was just very literally a British territory. No, 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 it's its own thing. It's, wrong it's, it's it's its own thing. It's very beautiful, very beautiful people. Definitely would like to go back one day when I'm older, maybe like 80. And I'm like, I remember. I remember. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It's, it's, it's good times all around. Just been busy working, watching movies. I watch a lot of fucking movies, strange enough, which I usually don't do. I watch a lot of rewatches, which you guys are not surprised by. Uh, so I'll, I'll fill you in when that, when that time comes. All right, well, we'll keep it short, you know. We're we're recording late. We're recording on a Monday. Things are different Been now. drinking a lot of beer, too. That's another thing that's that's kind of different. That's not different. Oh, I've been drinking a lot of beer. So uh, that's what's been happening, too. Uh, wow. Yeah, what's, what's, what about you guys? I haven't seen you guys in a very long time. I haven't seen Harvey in a while. I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, you've seen it, it's not in podcast content. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> in the podcast content, is like you guys you, are. You haven't pe- seen us as hosts. The thing is, yeah, because you guys put on a different face. I don't know if you, I don't know if the audience knows this. That's but bullshit. That these guys are completely different. One off the air, they're completely different guys. So, look, like, if I was if I was doing a good job trying to hide my true identity, I wouldn't say so much incriminating stuff on here. Maybe that's that's your character. <laughs> Why would I want to sound that bad? I mean, Alex Jones does that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we, we're getting to the root Damn, of the Damn, I'm, I'm the Alex Jones of this podcast. <laughs> They're turning the frogs gay. All right, Harvey, how was your week? Uh, Sounds rough. 
Well, no, I'm trying to remember because we're recording uh, on a different day. And so just think things... back to the last time you were happy. <sighs> <laughs> it was the summer of 96. <laughs> it was like he was just a boy. Um, I think my week was pretty cool. Um, uh, we went to the beach. Um, I don't oh, yeah, think we, we did. recorded since then. That was that was a that was an experience. It was really hot and uh. Just like, was, I, was I there? Um. Yeah, you showed up. Sick. I don't remember. I remember uh, getting on a boat. That was pretty cool for for about ten minutes, and then it lasted for another fifty minutes. And I was like, God damn it! I want to get off this boat. <laughs> um, I liked it. But it was very soothing and peaceful. I thought. Me too. Yeah. We're on the. The thing is, I think it's because we're on the back of the boat, and we got to see this beautiful view, and the oh, wind yeah. was blowing in our hairs. In your hairs. In your hairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. so it was very lovely. Experience. There was a lot of wind blowing, but there was also a lot of sunshine in that day. It was a pretty hot day. It's been a pretty hot last few weeks, so that's been the theme of my my life. Uh, we had a heat wave. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably something we have to get used to uh, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I, I kind of like it because it like fits in my old persona from uh, from last summer, which was uh, island slash beach, beach boy or whatever. My persona was, but it's nice. I love, I love going to the beach. I love soaking in the sun. I don't know, man. Climate change. I don't it's know. Like Maybe a bigger it's threat it. to me than most people. <laughs> because I hated it. the heat in in the year two thousand. Imagine the the heat that I'm gonna hate in like twenty years from now. I'm, I mean, it's I'm gonna be miserable for the rest of my life. I don't think so, man. I think you'll find that that nice. That's where little, we're headed. I think you'll find that. Dude, I was, dude, I was, I, I'm already over summer. I was craving winter this morning. I was just thinking about like going outside and like just being comfortable in my jacket. The thing is, I walked outside. I was rocking a sleeveless shirt. I don't know if they have a specific name for it, but it's a sleeveless shirt for me, and it's been great. You know, I mean, soaking the tank top. Yes, yeah, that's what it's called, and it's been great. I love it. Nah, man. As soon as I walked out, I just forehead and nose sweat. Do you wear shorts? Yeah. Do you wear shoes with no socks? Uh, I have, but that makes no difference. Oh. Well, yeah, why would you do that? I don't know. I just feel like that's like... That sounds worse. It sounds, <laughs> sounds like sweat just gets... Yeah, <laughs> that's just more, more Well, I'm sweat. saying like I mostly wear socks. But if know. I'm like running out the door real quick to like go to the deli, I don't wear socks. I'm just trying to find solutions for Tom. Like what would make... There's no life. solution. There's no solution. Do you wear no, underwear? No, it doesn't matter. I could be there out there naked and I'll be fucking dying. Oh, that's interesting. But anyways, Steve sounds basy. Is he basy? I don't know. I kind of like this new, like my new, my new lifestyle. Yeah, he is a little basy. It's because I've been going to the beach so much. And is that what it is? Yeah, and just this is who I am. It's now. not one of your knobs turned the wrong. No, nope, no. Nope. Yeah, I think you should leave it right there. I think. Yo, no. Let's let's let's, let's not let's not do this. <laughs> don't take this from me. That's all I got. Come back down to his real voice. No, you guys found my secret. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I don't know why you're, you're sounding. Oh weird. no, this is great. No, it's, no, it's back down now. I don't know, man. I think I sound the same. No, I don't. Is it better? You sound like Andre the Giant before. Now he sounds like Stephen Almonte. I don't fucking like Stephen. Shit. Stephen Small Boy. Small Almonte. Boy. Small Boy. <laughs> small Monte. All right. So uh, my week was pretty good. Um, I had a pretty good weekend. I, I went and saw this show with uh, with Tappy. It was some friends who I, I did a dance video for. They put on this show. I had no idea what it was. Like, I thought maybe it was just like some low budget thing or maybe like 
maybe it was a huge thing and they had a small roll in it or something. Like, I didn't know. And it's at the shed, which is in the Hudson Yards. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, and we went to the a free dress rehearsal um, where we get to see the show for the very first time as a family and friends. And I got to say, holy shit, man. It was, it was incredible. I was like blown away that like they were, they were a part of it and like they, you know, huge parts of it. Like they were, you know, one of the, or two of the main dancers and whatnot. And uh, it's like this, uh, this dance exhibition um, based around the style of flexing. And uh, do, People get naked in the show. No, no, no. Oh. I mean, some some dude who's extremely oh. flexible takes his shirt off and that's something. I guess he creepily uh, dances through the crowd and like looks you in the <laughs> eye and stuff. <laughs> so it starts off. They put you in a room, big room with weird lights uh, shining down at the ground, and then these dancers come out and then they do this thing, and then they break up, and then they start like invading the crowd and. There's like guys coming to me and like putting their arm arms like through mine and like doing these crazy dance moves like through my body. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, then halfway through the show, they sit you down for these pieces. And uh, one, one of the pieces I like teared up because it was just so beautiful. This girl had a solo dance. And then um, they had this one with like the Vic, Vic Mensa song, 16 Shots. And there's a lot of social commentary about the like black youth and the school to the prison uh line that that gets taken and and i don't know man holy shit i'm, I'm still kind of amazed by it do did this make you if you guys are free tomorrow you, you can go for free um but i won't make it oh no i'm busy tomorrow with some if stuff if you want to go rv i yeah, got you I'll, I'll call out see <laughs> it never gets old <laughs> no, i mean i <laughs> Yeah, I could get you in for free tomorrow at, at six, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I also went to a Smash Bros tournament, and all right, yeah, great, sounds great. That uh, was uh, that was very hype, and I I won't say much about it. It wasn't as good as the show that I went. I to. mean, I think you should say something about it. Yeah, I think so, oh, someone died at the event. <laughs> apparently. See, all right, so this is what I've been trying to get at. Smash kills people. I think that's the highlight of the show. No Nobody matter, died no. in the Smash community. Nobody died in the Smash room. Hmm, I, I think it was some that. nerds upstairs that died. I like well, the way you're up. you're calling someone else a nerd. <sighs> All right, someone upstairs in the nerdier room died. Anyway, oh, no, man, Smash is the pinnacle of nerd. Eh, it's more universal. Harvey, what do you think? I feel like you know about the nerd community a little bit. I think that if Thomas was a real uh, Smash head, he would have gave his life for, for the Smash, Smash, like like that guy did. I think you should. <laughs> that guy was a- <laughs> That, was, that guy was a real gamer. He was a true ultimate gamer. Unlike you, you're a filthy fucking casual. I feel like we're going to get some flack for We're this. going to get so much shit for this. Uh, <laughs> condolences to the, I don't. I don't know who it was or or who they are. But anyways, we should. That's a horrible thing. We have to cut this out. No, we don't. Yeah, well, here we are. But uh, we got to. We got to talk movies. We we got to discuss movies. Um, Steve, why don't you go first? Make. Make it quick. Tell us what you watch. I watch or rewatch. Sick, great, man. Uh, you know what's the shitty part about being gone and not like habitually putting shit in letterbox? You I watch a lot any of it. I watch a lot of movies, and I probably we're gonna I'm gonna forget all of them. The only standout, the one the, the one standout I'm gonna mention was uh this little film that I happened to catch, uh, 
on a day. I was I was just I just was in the mood for it and I had to. Um you were the last one to lose the game, by the way. Was I? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh boy. Oh uh, boy. So I watched this little this this indie piece directed by uh one uh Brett Ratner, the released two thousand one, uh called Rush Hour Two. Uh stars Chris Tucker <laughs> I mean it's not a good bit. No, it's not. But the thing is, I rewatched that movie again, and it fucking holds up. It's the best movie I ever watched. Uh, that is banned. It Isn't can't be banned. Rat? It is banned. It cannot be banned. It's just a, it's a it's a classic. But I did watch another movie, uh, Rush Hour Three. No, I just only watched Rush Hour Two. Surprisingly, I was thinking about watching all of them. I did watch this little film by a guy named Ari Aster. Apparently, he made this one film last year that was a really big deal. Uh, Her- Hereditary, something, whatever. I heard it was a really scary movie. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, but I really just worry scary. that like people who are just tuning in are not going to have context for your sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dick about it. Just like, eh. Uh, but I watched Midsummer. Steve um, has seen Hereditary. I have not seen Hereditary. That's the funniest part. Of oh, wait, part. you haven't? No. Oh, I th- No, remember because I was trying to watch it with someone and they kept bailing oh, on me. Right, right. All right. So will you watch Midsummer? So I watched Midsummer. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much uh, too much on it, but because uh, uh, I'm a few weeks removed. But well, I would get, I would say this: this film is somehow is able to juggle so many different things in terms of writing and character development. Uh, it, it's funny at times. It's heartbreaking at moments. It's it's horrific, but it's not. But I don't think that's the main purpose of the film. I think what it. I think what and uh, you guys can correct me with Ari Aster's previous film, but it's uh, it leaves you with something. It leaves like this weird feeling in your gut, and that's what this film left me with. It left me with this weird like, like I'm just uncomfortable. And I think that film throughout its whole yeah. throughout its whole course and in, in terms of sound design and just like visuals, it just left me uncomfortable. By the end, I just kind of wanted to get up and go. And, mm. and it's, again, it's wait. Not tr- oh, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't really feel that, but I, I felt uncomfortable. It's just like it, I guess because you know being trapped in a small town full of white people probably <laughs> doesn't scare you. But I was just like the whole time. I was like, nope. No, I just I thought know. I just thought the whole ending sequence was beautiful. But oh no, it's beautiful. But yeah. it's like, but it does. It is like, it's just like this. Like I was squirming a bit. And, yeah, yeah. And I like I like that feeling, but yet I don't because every time I think about this movie. I just that feeling kind of creeps up again, and I and I, honestly, I think he did his job. I think he was able to leave leave you with something. Uh, I hear not controversy, but I hear a lot of people don't like this film, or they just I guess it's one of those like uh, I guess I can talk about the other this older film that we watched on the podcast during the first year was uh, It Comes at Night, where people were expecting something different, and then we got and then they got this and. I think that kind of falls in the same ranks, or that's the reviews I see. People mm. are like, "Oh, this shit's not scary," but you know, I think it's it does, it's trying to do something more than just scare you. It's I think it's trying to leave you with something. You know, you know. In retrospect, you brought up it, it comes at night. I just realized I don't remember much about that movie. I don't know. If, I, I don't I, know if that's a good thing. I remember quite a bit about I, it. Yeah. I think people thought it would be a uh, zombie film, or like yeah, like a monster film. Well, and, I, I mean, I didn't think that, but yeah. Um, but that's the thing we have we're, we're coming in with a different perspective we, we know like we saw this film and we knew it wasn't going to be a traditional you know 
cheap fucking horror film. It wasn't going to yeah. go for the No, the I'm just saying, scares. like, I, I don't know. I kind of thought it would hold up in my head more, but, like, I feel like Hereditary and Midsummer have more uh, personality. Yeah, this, you know, that's a great word, personality. I think this film has that in spades. Mm-hmm. It just, it's... It's it's beautiful. It's I would say it's a beautiful looking film. It has a very unique style, and I think that's present in both of those movies. And it it makes them very interesting and different horror movies. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think because from what I've seen of Hereditary, it's it totally looks probably like a completely different film. If I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, I feel like it's there's a lot of tonally different aspects to it, but but I, it looks like it's made by the same person. Oh, yeah, like, especially like especially with the ending. Yeah, the it, endings are like yeah. very similar. Um, I love. I, I don't know. Just oh, man, the ending was so great. It was like embracing. It's it's a weird. I hate. I don't want to spoil it, but it's just like it's like literally yeah. just embracing. Yeah, hereditary doesn't everything that's around doesn't you doesn't have as much humor. That's for sure. This, yeah, this movie was unintentionally funny. I was I was I was surprised. It could be intentional. Well, for me, I just—I guess maybe I just didn't expect it to be, and it's just like I had these moments that I just found just found myself laughing. Like, at. like there's no way that they shot the uh, and they were editing the uh, the scene with all the women in the room and the like. The editor must have no, laughed, of course. They, were, they, I'm sure the director was in there with them laughing. And it's just like, <laughs> I think, I think he Jack Renner's character. I think he had the expression. I think any guy would fucking have. Like his expression alone was just hilarious. I was like, this, this is great. Uh, no, it's a beautifully made film, and I'm glad I was able to catch it. Uh, and it makes me just want to watch Hereditary more now. Uh, I, w- I would watch Hereditary. Most people say mm-hmm. it's better. I disagree, but. I just like how the way he made. At the end of the day, it's stylistic. I just like how he made. He's able to make a horror film in the daytime, and it would just say it just inherently works. Yep. Like daytime horror, sometimes if not done correctly, it kind of falls flat. And I think that's why we rely on like things happening at night. I think because that in- initial fear of the dark, yeah. or innate fear of the dark that all people have. We talked about that on the in our review, like the <laughs> juxtaposition between the, the the most of the film is in the daylight, and it there's a lot of beautiful, vivid colors and imagery and. Uh, design everywhere and it sort of like uh, juxtaposes with the or conflicts with the horrifying uh, images that we get and 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 and, and the intentions yeah it's it, it make, it's really cool in that aspect I think yeah it's uh it's it's one of those that still kind of sticks with me after a few weeks of watching like few few weeks removed uh yeah just like yeah even thinking about it now I'm still just kind of like kind of uncomfortable and I th- uh, you know <clears> I guess that's a you know, that's he did a great job. <laughs> if that shit still lingers with me, so, yeah, yeah, I think that I talked about this at well, working today with what, some people. Summer, yeah, yeah. Uh, do we still do scores? I've been away for like a while. Oh, we sure do. Oh, Full I effect. guess I guess I'll just slap a five out of this one, man. Yikes! Yo, I gave it a five too. Oh, it's 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 great fucking film, and honest. But the thing is, I couldn't recommend this to anyone. No, I could. I could only, I only out of like. I couldn't to honest, challenge them to challenge them maybe, but like I couldn't like give someone a, someone who doesn't watch these kind of films like an honest recommendation. What, what I would find, do, they'll do it find spite. <laughs> what what I would do is make them watch it, knowing they won't like it, and then question spite. why they don't like it, and then 
teach them that the reasons that they you don't sound like, like it. someone it's trying to teach to, them. Yeah, you're like it's not gonna work. Yeah, you're like religion. You're like you sound be like surprised. you're part of a cult. If, if it's I someone, if it's someone who's like willing to change their mind on things, it's possible. People are willing to change their mind. No, people are not. They're just like that. That's not true at all. I change my mind all the time. <laughs> Even in politics, I change my not mind. Not because someone makes you. Oh, that's way too funny. They do. They well, they they present. <laughs> they argue with you until you change it. That doesn't happen. Uh, they don't debate. Maybe I don't think I've ever mm. heard someone just like in an argument just say like, "Hey, man, okay, you win. Yeah, you win. You're right. You're right. You, you don't engage." And <laughs> actually, uh, somebody we know, I got in a, a debate with, and and they said, "All right, you win." They oh, literally yeah, said that. They probably just say you win just so they could ho- stop hearing you talk. No, I legit won. I mean, there's no fucking doubt about it. I'll Who show the you the exchange. Watch? Who's re- refing this bullshit? Who's fucking watching this? I can debate? show you the exchange. Who's mediating? But, uh, yeah, I fucking won. But anyways, <laughs> everyone should be open to changing their mind as long as there's a clear, concise thought out debate. You're right, Tom. You're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. But uh, yeah. Anything else? I watched some shit on Netflix. I watched some Star Trek. I don't know if you guys want to talk about Star Trek at all. Yeah, always. Actually, all right, I, I started. Uh, so I mean, we got to figure this so out. So I picked back up on season three of Star Trek here. Next Generation. Well, that was a good season. Well, a, we're not I think, doing honestly, TV shows, so we can't. I think that's one of the best seasons that's because one. I rewatched this episode twice already within the first within like somebody helped three months, and it's uh, the episode when Q is a human. Mm-hmm. Being Dude, attacked. that's such a great episode where he gets attacked by Trekkies. Yeah. Q continue. The yeah. Trekkies are coming. Help! Great fucking episode. Yeah, I rewatched really it. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the stronger seasons I've seen so far. Doctor Crusher comes back. She <laughs> you replaces know, Pulaski. People who are just listening were like, "Oh, they're talking about normal movies. They're not nerds." I'll keep listening. Skrr. They appreciated that. Uh, yeah. So I watched the Star Trek. Uh, I started watching Stranger Things, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. We're not doing TV shows. What are you doing? I'm just doing it out of spite because <laughs> I know you don't like it. I watch some other shit, but I'm not gonna bore Tom. I like movies. <laughs> Why you sound like you're about to cry? <laughs> He's just sad he doesn't watch Star Trek. Yeah, that's the problem. Watch Star Trek. Watch all right. Watch the first season, Star Trek Next Generation. It's gonna change your mind. You're gonna realize yeah, yeah. how great Picard I'll is. I'll get right on that. Um, you're gonna realize that every science fiction film or every science fiction TV show has stolen from fucking Star Trek. Stolen. That's Straight episodes. They're, I guess it's because they're weak and they don't stand up for themselves. Um. Well, so, no more movies for you? I watched uh, some other shit. I just don't remember. I have to okay. look back at my history. Harvey, did you watch anything? I've watched a few things. I'm curious if you watched a particular movie because I didn't watch it. Yeah. I watched Stuber. <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't talking about that. Oh, you're talking about Son the farewell? Bitch. Yeah. No, I didn't see the farewell. I'll see it this week. Yeah, it's only playing at Lincoln Square for AMCA listers. I found the rest of the movies I watch. I'll just tell you guys later, though. Like, in private. What? Are they all rewatches? You know, half are. <laughs> half are. Is any of, are any of the new ones, like, worth talking about? I mean... No, not really. Oh, that's, why I'm not, that's why I'm saying in private. <laughs> all right. Stuber was directed by Michael Dows. Uh, you may know him from uh, Goon. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Goon, actually. Goon's not bad. Um, Goon's pretty fun. He also did a uh, What If with uh, Daniel Radcliffe and uh, what's her name? Oh, that's a sweet movie. Zoe Kazan. Yeah, it's a very sweet movie. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one, but I heard it was a sweet movie. Anyway, Stuber <laughs> is uh, 
a movie starring Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Dave Bautista, Iko Uwai, um, who you may know from The Raid and The Raid 2. Um, I'm a big fan, and I was very excited that he was going to be in this. Uh, it also has... Uh, I feel like that's not like you, you really didn't mean that, that you were excited to see him in this. Oh, I was very excited. Really? I like that dude a lot. What do you mean? I don't know. I thought it was very disingenuous. The Raid. Uh, oh, I love The Raid. I love The that Raid film. and The Raid too are like two of my favorite action movies of all time. No, they're amazing. I just, um, I just was like, all right. Yeah, but yeah, I was excited to see it because he's like sort of crossed over into American movies now, which is interesting. Uh, Natalie, Natalie Morales has a few other people as well. Um, after crashing his car, a cop who's recovering from eye surgery recruits an Uber driver to help him catch a heroin dealer. The mismatched pair soon find themselves in for a wild day of stakeouts and shootouts as they encounter the city seedy side. Uh, yeah, Kumail Nanjiani plays a guy named Stu. Stu works at a sporting goods store. He, so it's not stupid Uber. Stupid Uber? That's what I thought the title meant. Well, no, it sort of combines his name Stu with Uber, so Stuber. He be, uh, yeah, I thought it was stupid Uber. Hollywood, well, no. you've done it again. That's great. I love it. I never even thought of that. Super I thought Uber. I thought I, I, th- I thought it was I thought the same thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a weird thing to think. I think. Why do you think exactly I, where my mind went? I was just like, oh, Stuber. Oh, so stupid. Why is that a weird thing to think? What Uber? More like Stuber. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I mean, it's a stretch, but. I mean. <laughs> that's not what I thought at all. What did you think? You didn't know the guy's name? Well, yeah, I, I assumed his name was Stu. That's fucking Dude, that's bold. Fucking, that is wild. That's, that's a weird. That's a weird. I assumed it, and his name was Stu. That is bold. That's I mean, like that's a like huge bold. Leap. Uh, that's like a big brain move. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I think stupid Uber is a is a weird way to go. All right, how is this piece of shit movie? <laughs> Stu works at a sporting goods store. He is a he's a fairly uh fairly timid and a fairly reserved guy. He is actually in love with his best friend. Her name is Becca, and he is actually planning to open a spin studio with her. They're going to open a spin studio exclusively for women. It's called Spinster, and he is essentially doing all of this because he is currently in the friend zone, and he's trying to get himself out of the friend zone. Getting What's what? up? So he opens. Uh, he's going to open yeah, a store with someone just to get well, with her. Well, I mean, I think guys have done. Uh, no, no yeah, guy yeah, has no, ever no, done that much. Well, no, guys haven't done things like this, but guys will do stupid things to try to get a, a woman to see them differently. I guess, or at least hold out for hope until they see them differently, and that's Man. what he's doing essentially. <laughs> he is opening a small business with her, uh, trying like, to sort of bide his time and uh, continue. He's trying to continue to keep the he's trying to keep the relationship alive essentially uh uh in the hopes that she will eventually see him as more than a friend. He uh not only works at the sporting goods store but he also works as an Uber driver to make extra cash. Um he is somewhat bullied at work by his boss. His boss actually uh is the son of the owner and they have like a really a really uh, strange relationship where uh the boss's son is sort of um he he makes fun of Stu, but he also sort of is um I don't know it's weirdly obsessed with him in a way where he's sort of like the only friend that he has at work. It's a it's a strange relationship, but um he is the one that actually calls him Stuber, 
because he is Stu and he's also an Uber driver. Um, Stu runs into Vic, played by Dave Batista. Dave Batista is a cop and he is searching for a heroin de- dealer. That heroin dealer is uh, played by Eco Uwai. His name is Tejo. And he's been tracking him for months and months after Tejo actually killed. Well, that's probably a spoiler. Uh, well, Taylor, no, it's not a spoiler. It happens like in the first 10 minutes. Uh, Tejo shoots his partner, uh, pay, played by uh, Karen Gillen. And ever since then, he's been on the hunt for this guy, Tejo, trying to bring him down and bring his operation down. Uh, Vic happens to have uh, LASIK eye surgery that day that he gets a very, very good tip on Tejo and his location. So he can't drive. Elaborate. Yeah, it's it's a very uh, you're feeding us so much information. It's a very it's a very elaborate and a very unlikely scenario, but he has LASIK eye surgery and he can't drive his car. There's actually this pretty strange scene of him trying to drive his car. Shouldn't be catching bad guys either. I mean, yeah, handling handling guns. It's not a good idea. But he's wearing these ridiculous goggles that you see in the trailer. And he's like banging on the car like Uber, and uh, yeah. So he ends up getting in the car with Stuber, and they go on this uh, this very long and very dangerous and 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 uh, exciting adventure trying to find Tejo. And all the while, Stu is getting messages from Becca. She's just broken up with her boyfriend, and she really wants to uh, she really wants to talk to Stu. And Stu thinks that this is maybe his opportunity. Oh man, this is your moment, Stuber. You yeah. got this. So he's desperately he's desperately trying to get away from Vic and get away from his dangerous mission, but Vic is basically uh, forcing his arm and literally uh, literally holding him captive and, and 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 making him drive him around and and be his partner for the day basically in in hopes of catching this guy Tejo. Um, there there isn't much that I that I enjoyed about this movie. I think the comedy. I was expecting a lot more from the comedy, especially because uh, I like buddy cop comedies. I like buddy comedies quite a bit, and I think that the idea of having Kumail Nanjiani in something would be in a in a in a buddy cop would be smarter than a than a typical buddy cop movie. But it also have that also that silly that silly humor, and I think that I got none of that uh, from this. There was there was a lot of silliness, but it wasn't funny. And there also wasn't anything intelligent or or new about the humor either. It was just a bunch of rehash shit that I've seen uh, from 20 years ago. So that was quite disappointing. Uh, probably 30 years ago, actually. Yeah. So that was disappointing. I I laughed maybe once, like a half laugh, in this entire movie. So as a comedy, it just failed on that front. Um, there's a lot of action in this movie as well, and it is the most disorienting and confusing confusing uh action i've seen in quite a while it's shot horribly and and it's just very difficult to follow it's it's crazy watching john wick a few weeks ago and then trying to watch this like the like the level of filmmaking and the level of of coordination and action and it is it's so fucking like vast it's like an ocean because this this is just the some of the shittiest action I've seen in quite a while. And that was also disappointing. Um, I think that Kumail was kind of awkward in this role and he was kind of whiny and uh, just more unfunny than I've ever seen him before. And 
that was disappointing as well. Dave Batista was for the most part okay, I suppose. I don't I I, I like Dave Batista, but I don't, I don't particularly expect a lot out of him, especially from a leading role like this. Um he he played a pretty big part in this movie, but I think he was fine for the most part. He he knows how to deliver uh jokes at this point i suppose he has like decent comedic time and i think the the biggest thing with this was just that the jokes were not fucking funny um they weren't funny at all i'm not really sure what else i can say about this movie i think that they had a really big a really big get in this in that guy eco why he is one of the best martial artists i've seen in movies in a in a while uh, the raid and the raid two are are amazing, and he is great in them. Um, and I think that they definitely missed an opportunity to sort of showcase and steal some of that, some of that thunder, and really just allow him to work and and create some exciting action sequences. So he was very very under underutilized. Um, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I'm I was. I was kind of pissed, if I'm honest, because I went and saw this movie, and then we ended up not reviewing it. I didn't. I liked very little yes. about this movie. Very little. It's not a. It's not the worst thing I've seen this year, but I did not enjoy it. Um, it was. It was a two and a half for me, at the most. Um, maybe. I don't fucking know. Uh, it was disappointing. It was so disappointing. And I hate both of you. Jeez. I didn't uh, think it was going to be that bad. Uh, it's not know, that bad, but it's bad that I had to see it on my own, and it's bad that I had to waste time to go see it. The thing is, um, some of us have to take these these hits in life, and I'm glad that it wasn't me this time. <laughs> Is that what your philosophy around this is? <laughs> At least this one, this time around. That, that sounds pretty rough. I'm, I'm sorry that you had to go through that emotionally. But yeah. but but you've learned something? You've gained anything? I've learned that <laughs> my hatred runs deep. Well, we've broken Harvey. Tom, have you watched anything? Well, do, you, do you have anything else, Harvey? Or do you just <laughs> want to kill yourself? Um... <clears throat> I rewatched the Never Ending Story. I heard you. I heard you rewatch something else as well. Did I? Yeah, man. Don't deny it. Talking about Rush Hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't rewatch all that shit. I, I watched like twenty minutes of it, man. That's a rewatch, like, man. That's... I, I was like, I got to turn this off. Yeah, it's it too much. That good? Nah. <sighs> don't fucking. Not say really. That. Don't I don't know. That. I got bored of it, and I was like, I got to. I rewatched. Uh, I watched something else, but I can't remember what it was. I rewatched True Grit too. I I, I hadn't the seen it. The old one or the new one? Well, the new one. Okay. The Coen Brothers one, <laughs> not the John Wayne one. Fuck John Wayne. But <laughs> I watched the Coen Brothers one, and I hadn't seen it since it came out. And uh, does it hold up? Yeah, I liked it probably even more so this time. Uh, I think I appreciated the humor a lot more. It was very funny. I love a good western. Yeah, it was very funny, and uh, I think the characters were all. Uh, very very different and very exciting and captivating that that what's that girl's name um Haley Stan Stanfield I believe her name is she was in a uh, 
she was in that new Transformers movie, by the way. Um, oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, she was yeah, she was very impressive. I don't think I was as impressed when I was when I initially saw it. That was quite a while ago. But, she was in Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Speaking of which, I did rewatch that. as oh, well. Oh yeah, she was. Um, yeah. But yeah, she was she was great in that as well. Have you like seen her delivery it, and everything? Have you seen Edge of Seventeen? No, she's in that. She's good in that. I like that. I've heard about that. I've never seen it. Um, Maybe one of these days. I think y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna sign someone uh, Bumblebee. Please do, please. That was actually a surprise. A, a surprise. Uh, a hit. Hit. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Give Tom Bumblebee. I feel like you appreciate it. But uh, I think that's it um, in terms of watches for me. Okay, cool. I watched a movie. Um, you guys familiar that with Netflix? No. Unfortunately. <laughs> Harvey fucking hates Netflix. Yeah, man. I don't hate Netflix, but their uh their US subscriber base dropped for the first time. Oh man, they're going this down. Week. Yeah, they're fucked. For uh, the first time in their existence. Those are all just all the fucking Marvel fans who cares about them. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a combination of well, everything they've they've done they they've put themselves yeah, they put themselves in this done. position. But the one thing I would say, even though I heard they kind of fucked up on it, was uh, they re-released, which is amazing, Evangelion, Neon Genesis. Uh, this is very... Um, so that's exciting. I'll give n- them credit for Niche that. fucking weeb so, stuff. So fucking niche. Uh, oh, man. That is pretty niche. Uh, well, I mean, they're going to take the office off due to NBC or whatever, doing their own thing. So that's going to that's gonna be hard It'll, to justify. We're going back to television. So yeah. are we going to end up just having like... Dude, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Like, <laughs> like it's a big thing. <laughs> no, no, like, it's dude, what, what are we going to do? Are we going to go to where now you just pay for channels? Yeah, that's, what, that's what's yeah, happening. That's, that's, a, that's what's exactly I've been saying that shit but, for but a year now. Overall, that's just going to end up... The whole... The beautiful thing about this, just having like Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, is that it's pretty cheap. Listen, I got... But like when you have to pay for like five different channels at five bucks a month i mean it's gonna add up L- listen i i pay for hulu and then i steal your hbo and i'm happy it's not my hbo so you're saying that people should HBO. uh we basically start sharing start sharing yeah we need to take down the system uh but also i might also get a paid subscription when uh picard releases on a uh, cbs i got one i was gonna cancel it but i kind of want to keep it because i want to see picard yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Netflix has a has a movie. It's an original movie that I've been hearing about. Are you talking uh, about the new Adam Sandler pick? No. Oh. Uh, this is a sci-fi movie that uh, people are talking about on Netflix that I was very curious about. Why are you guys moaning? It's because, I don't know, man. Netflix is just mostly miss for me, man. Uh, I think they... You're an apologist. You love Netflix. No, I don't. I actually, I prefer Amazon Prime. Um, you love Triple Frontier. You love. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't love it, but I liked it. What I'm saying is, like, they put out some stuff that like is better than some of the garbage we see in theaters. And like, I don't. I think some of their stuff is better than like TV movies at times. Uh, I mean, what does that mean? What does that say? Yeah, better than TV movies. It's like it's like the bars aren't really set high. They're no, just, I know like, that, really but just... like I see movies in the theaters that are just utter trash. You know, and um. And to be honest with you, if you gave me a choice between like Netflix uh, taking a risk and buying some guy's script that he wrote and then producing it versus another fucking Lion King, fucking Aladdin, like fuck all those movies, man. I'm going to watch the Netflix movies. 
Um, uh, talk about talk up talk about I am mother. <laughs> How'd you know? Because it's the only yeah. sci-fi movie. I yeah. keep track of all this shit. All right, so I am mother is a movie that came out on Netflix. It's directed by uh, Grant Spitor, um, starring a uh, Rose Rose Byrne. Uh, Luke Hawker is playing the same character. I, I actually don't understand that. I'm confused about that. Uh, we have a uh, uh, Clara Rugard and Hilary Swank are the the two like I main like characters. And the synopsis um, goes. I haven't read the synopsis, so I'm curious to see how off it is. <laughs> a teenage girl is raised underground by a kindly robot mother, designed to repopulate the earth following the extinction of mankind. But their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news. All right, that's pretty good. This sounds super predictable, I'm not going to lie. All right, so it is predictable, but it kind of flips back and becomes okay again, I think. But let me explain. Um, movie starts off, you get like this beautiful montage of uh, basically this robot handling these embryos and then you know, proceeding to put that embryos into like a chamber and then thus giving life and there's still some things unclear. I think the birth process process is sped up significantly and it doesn't make sense to me. Um are you laughing at that? I heard the broth process. <laughs> <laughs> the birth I said birth. Oh, okay. The I heard broth, broth process. <laughs> yeah, I mean normally you gotta let that shit simmer for for twenty four hours, but you know, they just be cooking up that into broth all right um so yeah i don't know that's kind of unclear and a few things are actually pretty unclear in this movie uh but i wouldn't worry about it too much so essentially the the embryo that's being introduced to you and put into the chamber in the beginning of the movie is is uh daughter <laughs> what's her name oh uh she she essentially uh is uh raised by this robot and you kind of see some of her youth like her you know toddler and then you know child seven year old and then eventually she comes to like <laughs> i want to say most of the movie takes place can i give a review of this movie real quick on letterbox what was it say? all right <laughs> <laughs> it's the most popular review one and a half stars the robot runs like tom cruise <laughs> I just saw the trailer. It 100% runs like Tom Cruise. It does. It does. But all robots do. I think Tom Cruise is a robot. Oh, my God. We just figured it out. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a bad review. I don't really like this movie. Um, so, should we get to the point where Daughter is now, like, maybe, like, I want to say she's, like, 14 to 16. I can't really gauge it. I thought she was 18. Uh, she's basically learning about all these things. She's very compassionate, very in, uh, like intelligent, and um, she's basically being raised properly without any like mis, you know, calculated uh, nurture essentially. Because I feel like a lot of kids come out like shit because their parents are just too busy trying to live their lives and pay their fucking bills, and you know the kids just turn out like little <laughs> assholes. But the robot has no uh, no other job. Like the robot, so I'm going to raise you to be a great human being. And that's just what she does. Um, Tom, I have a controversial question. What? Do you think that all people should be raised by robots? Yes or no? Um, well, that's actually a question asked in this movie. Oh. Yeah. I. Oh, this is deep. What I mean, do I don't. I don't personally think so, but I think. <laughs> There needs to be some reform in the way we raise children. That's for sure. Mm. Um, 
That's a very diplomatic answer. I don't like it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I like the difference of raising, but only the good half. Um, so essentially, uh, she gets very curious about the outside world. Some things happen. She gets a little like suspicious. Like, you know, I, I think it's still safe to go out there. She's told that like the levels of, uh, disease or whatever in the air. I don't remember what it is. Some sort of like mist or, you know, that, that old cliche. She can't go outside because, you know, it's just, it's just not safe for her. Um, any contact with the outside, she could die. Um, she goes to investigate near the hatch where you can go outside. And then, uh, she hears a voice conveniently. <laughs> and, uh, the, that person is Hillary Swank. She ends up letting her into like the security quarantine area and then leaving her there. And then, um, and then from there on, um, she, she's shot. Hillary Swank's character has been shot. She needs help. Um, essentially like she's claiming that one of the droids shot her outside, not another human. And then she's saying that, uh, she just doesn't trust the droid. So like anytime that like, mother is trying to like uh work on her bullet wound she's like i don't trust i don't i don't trust that fucking thing i don't trust that fucking thing yeah 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 uh there's some conflicting stories uh it gets unclear whether or not the hillary swank is telling the truth or the robot's telling the truth and i'll just kind of leave it at that um i think it does get a little predictable um but it it does so in a way that it kind of like it doesn't take the easy way out and it kind of reverts back on its it takes takes the plot turns it upside down into a twist and then have, turns it back and i think that's a pretty cool aspect have you of it. played a little game called fallout no okay never that, mind that is that essentially the plot of fallout well it's just kind of like the same idea people are kind of locked away in a vault after a nuclear war and then there's some vaults I mean, that they perform experiments in like it, so it sounds like cloverfield lane if i'm honest it's, uh, well it's, it's not like cloverfield lane in the sense that, I mean, the woman's not a robot. What do you mean? When Cloverfield Lane, she's not a robot, but well, right. everything else you said sounds pretty similar. Well, no, daughter's not a robot. Well, daughter's human. Yeah, I know daughter's human. The mother's t- a robot. I'm, I was just comparing. Oh. So it'd be like John Goodman's oh, okay. robot. I was just, I was just curious because it does sound like a little bit like the Fallout know. lore. Never, never played it, but it, it's more like uh, listen out. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Moon in the beginning. It's very like it, it, I like Moon. Yeah, it has cinematography similar to Moon. Uh, I feel like there's some homage being paid to that. It takes place in in one location for most of the time until later, and CGI is actually pretty good in inside the facility. There's some scenes like later that don't look so great. I was gonna mention that. Saw the trailer. It looks pretty rough at points. Uh, it looked pretty good to me actually. Like like Mother. No, I mean, like, looks it looks good. because they were doing shots outside of the... Oh, they actually show that? Yeah, it, it looks pretty rough. Yeah, it looks rough outside. Uh, you know, Netflix, they don't have the biggest budget. But but overall, I think I think there's some stuff to like here. I wouldn't, like, put this movie on, like, some... Like, I enjoyed it probably more than, like, Bird Box. And Bird Box was a more, like, controversial, like popular movie with with a twist um i thought that movie was kind of lame just not really that fun to watch which one bird box bird box uh 
I've never watched it. It just doesn't seem like my kind of movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's similar in that fashion. This movie is more like Ex Machina fused with like, uh, yeah, like kind of like 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm speaking my language over here, Tom. Um, Oh, it's not as skillfully made as those movies. Oh, I will, I will say that. But I don't know. The cinematography actually looks pretty good. There's some artistic... Uh, there's some scenes I feel more like an art house movie, and I figured like if I saw this in the theater, I actually might like it more. Uh, it is kind of nice to look at at times. Um, acting is solid, but overall, it is predictable, and it's not like a very compelling movie. Um, but I, I gotta say, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's good, man. I'm glad you you enjoyed it. I mean, I, I kind of liked it. Is there anything else? What's what's your score? Um, I'd probably give it a three. I think if you're bored and you want to watch something on Netflix, that's I, you're speaking my language. <laughs> if you're bored, it's and really you have nothing it's else really, to do. <laughs> I, I haven't actually looked at the reviews. What, if you have no other, do movies you know what it has watch, on Rotten Tomatoes? Can you? Can you uh, look that up? Yeah, I can look that up. Give me one second. I I feel like people hate this movie. I'm gonna say fifty-three. Uh, uh, Harvey is. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's happening? What's happening? I'm just looking up specifically because I was using a looking at a Google generated score and it's pretty high. I'm looking up the Rotten Tomatoes. Score. That's one of the Rotten Tomatoes. The fuck? What is it? This shit's a 91. Oh really? The fuck? Oh, I actually, I honestly thought people hated this movie. Yeah, I mean that seems like it's not a 91, percent but it seems like that movie that just crosses the positive line enough to have like positive reviews. And that that makes sense. So it's not like ninety one in terms of like stars, but like ninety one percent think it's a good enough movie. And I think that's what it is. It's a good enough movie. Um, I don't know. Can't go wrong. I don't think if you're bored. Um, <laughs> well, that's stipulation. If you're bored, I mean, I think I've seen Black Mirror episodes that are better. But, uh, but <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, I mean, earlier Black Mirror episodes are incredible. I don't um, know, man. I just feel like if you're going to watch a science fiction show and if you're on Netflix, I mean, <laughs> just watch some Star Trek. That's just me. I like this movie. Three stars for me. Wow, that's a 91. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I was, I was expecting more like a 53. I'm sure Letterbox hates it. Let's check Redbox. No, it's not in Redbox. I know. I really wish it was. It's a Netflix I love, movie. I fucking love Redbox reviews. They're so good. All right, but uh, that that's it for me. I think we can we can move on to uh, uh, the Lion King. You guys, you guys want to hear a clip? Mm. I'm gonna go grab a beer. I heard it actually in '98 or whenever <laughs> this movie came out. So, Akuna Matata. All right, cool. Here's a clip. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Begging for scraps. Everything you see exist together in a delicate balance. You must take your place in the circle of life. The Lion King. 
<laughs> Jesus. Never heard of it. After the murder of his father, a young lion prince flees his kingdom only to learn the true meaning of responsibility and bravery. Whoa, murder of his father. Spoiler alert. This is directed by uh, Jean Favreau. It's starring uh, the voices of Donald Glover, Beyonce, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Chewittle, Ijafor, and then we have John Oliver. I would, then, can I say that he was the best? Not John Oliver, but... Chewittle? Yeah. Chewittle was the best part Dude, of Dude, he's just... His voice is great. Yeah, he's at least, honestly almost unrecognizable, to be honest with you. I think that's why it works so much. Um, and, yeah, I think those are, like, the main characters, I think. Uh, Beyonce? I said Beyonce. Um, you spilling stuff on your MacBook. Also, uh, the, the little weasel... Meerkat was was a Billy Eichner. Yeah, Billy Eichner. I was like the whole time I had no idea, so I was like, whose voice I is that? It immediately. It almost sounds like a non-foreign Camille Nanjiani. His voice sounds like a non-ethnic uh, version of Camille's voice. Ethnic. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say, but anyways, um, yeah. I don't know. What'd you guys think? Chance the Rapper was in it, too. Apparently. Apparently. Who was he? Bush I just want to say I was completely blindsided by the, the death of his father. I didn't see it coming. This I bit? thought I thought bit? if they were going to do this movie, I thought it would have been better if they didn't have voice actors and the whole time it was just like noises. Like and animal <laughs> noises? With subtitles. <laughs> with subtitles. <laughs> and or... I would or, say or I, Homer Bound style. Yeah, Homer Bound style. Like I think that would have been better. Like they, there's no limp singing. Like it's just they're all communicating telepathically. That would have that would have gotten them but, a lot of flack. But I also want to say I commend uh, the mocap performance of uh, of everyone. Dr- James Earl Jones 100 percent put like all his energy into this mocap performance. Uh, him crawling on the ground like a lion. It was really great. Uh, John <laughs> Oliver, this flying was great. Uh, I don't think this any of that happened. Um, <laughs> there has to be something different. <laughs> uh, this I don't know. Uh, I've seen this movie a lot. This is actually one of the first movies I saw as a kid. I loved it. It's a very beautiful movie when I was a kid. What's what's different? I Nothing can't is different. Uh, it's like carbon copy, right? It's almost but carbon like copy. There's just like more. Maybe I think there's a more topical references. Maybe like in- interjected. I think with Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, right. I, yeah, I think. I, know I think. That, yeah. There's like, like small little things, but inherently it's the same film. But it's just weird because I already have this reference of this of this original property, and I think it just already works so well on its own that to make it into live action just seems kind of redundant. Uh, I think I think they could have put if they were going to do this, I think they could have done it in a different way. I like Rafiki because at times he didn't speak English at all. If you guys noticed, like I don't know exact. I'm not very fluent, obviously. Uh, but he was yeah, speaking a different... Fl- fluent? Fluent monkey? <laughs> Not monkey. What, what the fuck was he speaking? I wasn't sure the language in which he was speaking because there was moments he was saying words that obviously weren't English. I think he was just making noises. Yeah, he, I was think it, those are noises. I don't think there was. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there were noises. I don't know, man. Who I'm going to look this shit? up. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. That was different, I guess. Uh, what did you think about Simba? Uh, Simba, I really didn't care for. I thought he was kind of... You know the problem with this movie is, and it makes me realize after when, when you grow up and you and you realize the, the atrocities of the world and you realize how shitty everything is, it's just like 
So he's a, it's not a monarchy, dude. Like it's like it's a fucking it, it's it's a dictatorship. Their 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 reliance on like this this kingdom of lions that will if you cross them they'll fuck you up. All these all these animals are not predators; they're prey. So they have to bow down to these to these lions. <laughs> and I thought where Simba yeah, left, but like well, honestly, where, Sim, where, where Simba lived was basically utopia, paradise. Everyone communed and lived peacefully. And they're like, no, 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 come back. So we can have the way it used to be, and we ruled over all these animals. And if they crossed us, we just fucking. Well, there's, a, there's a few problems with your theory here. L- listen, listen, man. There's I a just few problems. It's fucking bullshit. Listen, symbolically, the the lion is called king of the jungle, and it kind of is a natural monarchy in that sense. I mean, they literally are like the best predators in their their region right just because someone's born into power doesn't mean doesn't mean they, they should they should just rule unjustly amongst the people right but like i mean it's a circle of life don't feed me with that don't feed me with that man it's a circle They're, of life the, timon and pumbaa had it right the yeah, whole time but if that was they realistic they had, had it right the whole time they were living in utopia you know how They're, fucking malnourished symbol would have been if that was real so malnourished about life. <laughs> No, he would have looked. He looks fine. He would have looked way more. He would have looked worse than Scar if he was eating bugs all day. Naturally, lions cannot just eat fucking bugs. It all just right. won't work. So we spent a good five minutes just bullshitting. Let's actually talk about the movie because I don't think we're actually. So what do you guys think of the movie? Have you ever eaten a bug? There's not a lot of cows. Um, <laughs> eaten a few bugs. Yikes. Um, I that, think I that. Um... <sighs> For a movie that is a remake and for probably and that is probably eighty percent exactly the same as the original, this movie feels so uninspired and so fucking um without soul or without meaning or purpose. Well, why do you that think I was, that is? I I'm not entirely sure why that is. I think I do. I think that I th- I think that I I think a a huge focus was placed on the visuals and upon the the idea of having this extremely star-studded cast where so much so that I think that the actual development of these characters and um and a true focus on the story sort of took a backseat whereas I think it was reversed in in the in the original um Simba for example I had a huge connection with Simba in the in the original movie he was very relatable and he was very likable you could identify uh no matter who you are I believe I think you could probably identify a part of yourself in Simba and you could empathize and sympathize with his character and he was so likable whereas in this Simba is a hollow, cheap imitation shell of what he was in the first movie. We don't have that same. Uh, we don't have that same connection with him, and I think it's simply because the moments in which he's meant to shine and he's meant to connect, I think they are significantly underplayed. Um, he's just, he's just not as, uh, he's just not as enjoyable. Even once he transforms into adult summon which i thought i would enjoy even more with donald glover as the voice i actually i actually uh disliked that even more yeah, um, i did not like his voice yeah, as, as yeah. simba donald glover as simba was 
one so, of my least favorite things in this movie. I it's think just something it's hard to pinpoint, but something felt off. It felt very off. I think yeah. that his I'm not entirely sure if it was having a very recognizable voice in as Donald Glover in in the voice of Simba or if it was just the fact that his character just wasn't uh, established as as a person that we should connect with and that we should relate Ooh, with. It's not a person. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, a character. <laughs> just kidding. But I'm, I'm I'm not sure if it was one or the other. But either way, it didn't fucking work. And I felt the same for Nala as well. Nala was pretty much absent in my in my brain for for most of this movie. Uh, when she became Beyonce, uh, I cared even less for the character as well. She was just on a back burner, and and, and I, I felt no real um, felt no real connection with her. That that just goes for most of the characters in this movie. I think that I just think it felt soulless for the most part. It felt like a soulless, cheap imitation of the original, and it felt like a it felt like a YouTuber made this. Um, if I'm being quite honest, it felt like a <laughs> one of those those really live weird, action like one of those fan really fiction. <laughs> yeah, like a really good fan fiction movie on, on yeah. YouTube. I I personally think it looked good in the sense that like, I mean, everything looks pretty real. I think, um, but but also like, we what you were saying is like the the movie as a whole doesn't work. You're not sure why. Uh, I think personally what it is is that it just doesn't make sense, right? Like when you're watching the animated versions of the uh, the characters in the original, you kind of feel like you're in this animated world where things are not what you're used to and it's very interesting to watch and, and you're very sucked in. And yeah, it's colorful. It's vibrant. It... it you know the the facial expressions are so cartoonishly active that you think that like you know you feel something from these characters seeing actual animals do it, it like as a human i'm sure a lion would be into this movie but, but like as a human i i just don't connect it doesn't compute watching them talk is just ridiculous i think and it really takes from the whole experience and the fact that they look so real <laughs> I think the CGI being so good takes away from the movie because it it just doesn't work. Like the the characters speaking through real animals just feels like you're high or something. Oh, like it's it just doesn't work. I don't think there's no charm. There's no color. There's no vibrancy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I agree with everything you guys yeah, are saying. By I the think way. it's probably more difficult to sort of emote through a photorealistic animal than right. than a than a two D animal. And actually, sure. I think I know the solution to fix that. Tell us. You just don't fucking make this movie. Oh, wow. You, <laughs> you just don't make it. You hear that, Disney? Just don't make it. If Lion King's animated and it's successful, uh, yeah. why don't they just reanimate it like a like Pixar style or something? I don't know. Fuck. I, I just yeah. I would. I think if this instead of going more photorealistic, I think they could have had a little bit of uh. They could have done like I think you said the more Pixar out a little bit more animated, but then again, it just kind of comes down to the point. What's really why? Like why bother? Uh, we've all seen this movie. The kids in the theater have seen this movie. The parents have seen this movie. Imagine only Every, seeing this one. And it's just like, and the thing is, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, I don't <laughs> probably know. love it. <laughs> the thing know. is, like, it's a hundred percent. It's void of any character because it's like it has this very 
samey color palette. Like it's just like there's nothing really stand out in this film where I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah, it looks nice, but like I've never at one point where just sat there. I'm just like, like wow, like this is a beautiful moment. The uh, the the musical numbers are a huge disappointment. They fell flat every single time. Uh, that I was just one thing that I thought I would, would for sure enjoy too, with like Donald Glover and Beyonce singing songs, and Dude, it's I thought I would boring. love that, but it was. One it, of the most romantic numbers in the fucking film was like the most boring thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, it, it did feel like it was lacking energy. I think uh, the one of the best musical numbers, at least from my memory growing up, was I Just Can't Wait to Be King. And that one actually is like visually, it's like beautiful. It's like a lot of color, a lot of sporadic yeah, energy. Fucking birds feel, and shit in Dude, the air. you feel that really energy cool. and you don't in this. It's like so... Subdued. Sub, everything, that's what I think this film does very well. Everything is so subdued. And it kind of lacks that personality and lacks that energy that made the original so much fun. And you're just like, it, at the end of the day, there's like, yeah, there was characters that I, I liked, but the only reason I like them is because I remembered them from my past. And and honestly, I just like, what's the fucking point, Disney? <laughs> I mean, like, I understand it's a good business model because you don't have to put any fucking work into it, I guess. You just fucking take whatever you, you already have, just get a new cast we're gonna make it live action. It's gonna make money, guaranteed. Yeah, it's going art. to, yeah, it's, it's not art. It's like you know, it's guaranteed to make money, and it's a smart business practice. I'm not gonna knock you for that. It's smart, but the thing is, it's like where's that imagination that you know we used to see? Where's that excitement? You know, and that's what I feel like is lacking with a lot of like more animated films this year. Uh, the only one being How to Train Your Dragon, uh, How to Train Your Dragon Three, which I thought was really good. Toy which Story, I was, man. I, I didn't see Toy Story. Uh, of course you did. And the thing is, I just stopped caring about Toy Story. They should have ended at part three. I really don't care. I mean, me and Harvey were talking about that, but like we're saying Toy Story is the only franchise holding its own right yeah, now. But I think the new one's better than three. I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything on it yet. But uh, I mean, that would be my my thoughts. Like, If anything, keep making Toy Stories and just stop the rest because <laughs> the Toy Stories are fun. They introduce new toys. You know, it's, it's fun. I, I saw the trailer for Mulan, right? And I was just like, I was like, wow, this looks good because it looks so different. It looks like uh, Ang Lee's uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It looks very epic in Except scope. Except they're speaking in English. Except they're speaking in English. I would prefer if they actually yeah. spoke in the na- native tongue. I think that would be really cool. Uh, but they would never do that. No mouth breathers are going to see that. You know, no one's going to read during a movie. God forbid. God forbid that it's been like two hours reading a fucking uh, get out of here, man. It's fucking, like, how do, like what's the shit. thought behind that? Like, they Do they believe they're like being respectful in all these other aspects, but having them speak in fucking English accents in America. No, it, it purely English, is money. It's, it's like, no it's you purely watch, money. You ever watch uh, Memoir of a Geisha? Yeah. It's like that shit, man. It's like, that bothers me. It's like, it's that, like, the that movie fuck? bothered me for that reason. Like, yeah. there's like elements of that fo- uh, film that's like very beautiful, but then you, you have that. It's very hard to imagine that just, feudal Japan. And they're speaking <laughs> English, and it's just like, and they have yeah. on top of that the axe. It just, it seems so rough and weird, and like, why? Like, yeah. just make this. It's already a fuck. This movie's not for anyone it's, else. It's accessibility to fucking people who, who are not, I don't know. Why can't people read? <laughs> they don't like to, man. I mean, they I don't understand. They want that so spoon feed. That's I don't know, man. I mean, sometimes I guess like if it's necessary, but like sometimes I'm not gonna lie. If I'm watching, if I'm like, if I'm watching an anime that I've seen a hundred times in the background, and I just want to have it in the background, yeah, I'll put English subtitles on only if it's like a good cast of characters or good actors you mean performing. Dub? Yeah, and it's just like yeah, occasionally I'll do that. No, nothing wrong with it. 
Yeah, well, we get off track here, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. It it feels like carbon copy. They didn't like take it in a new direction or anything. Um, I didn't mind uh, Timon and Pumbaa, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't mind them either. I thought I mean, they, they were, were the more funnier. The they I'm were the funnier parts. Of um. Yeah, I don't know. They're I, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't like them very much. I didn't like the. They, uh, they had. I'd say their moment in the film. I actually laughed the most, and it's because when Simba first comes into the thing, and they were like, "He's like, you know, that's a lion, right?" And then everyone's like reacting to it, <laughs> and that was funny. Like I thought that was just like, like all the animals had like these exaggerated expressions. I thought that was pretty clever. But other than that, I think. Yeah. And the whole like life is meaningless like monologue was great. I think that was probably bad. I I didn't like the casting as well, if I'm honest. Seth Rogen. I mean, that's the thing too. Like you're getting all these like high profile actors who are not voice actors, and you're getting them because of their voice because it's recognizable and it's super distracting. Like Donald it Glover. Can be. Donald Glover was distracting. John Oliver was distracting. James Old Jones will never be distracting. He has a very soothing voice. Uh, Beyonce distracting. Uh, let's see who else is distracting. The lion talking in a fucking southern accent. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like majority of the cast, I would say over 50% w- were distracting because you know who they are. But there's certain actors who are known for their voice, but still inherently works. I've been able to turn a blind eye to that. I mean, I've been able to accept that in some movies where the the characters are are... are are, are are exciting and and um compelling i think i've been able to ignore that but in this one i don't think i had much else to latch on to so i just was hearing their fucking voices because i wasn't too invested in the characters or in the story who played the the main hyena i can't remember that was keegan michael key no no the uh female uh what's her i always oh, forget her name the character yeah name. yeah i don't know who that was i think i think i like that one more than i i like that character as well it's basically people who i like james old drones uh let's see if i can find that i don't know eric andre was one too and um, i noticed him a lot too uh that's the thing a lot of this was just like super fucking distracting for me which sucks i didn't mind those as much i just think that the characters weren't as funny as i remember them being in the original and i didn't understand why why would you put keegan michael key as uh, sort of a, a a uh like a third um, hyena character instead of making him like Timon or Pumbaa. Maybe even making like Keegan-Michael Key like Timon and, and making like Jordan Peele uh, Pumbaa. That would have been a much... Yeah, I could see that, that working would, better actually. That would have been a funnier sure. interaction, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't think... I agree with that. There's but at the end of the day, I mean, the, the, the best thing to do is just not make this movie, I, I think. Yeah, it's just. It's I don't know if this is gonna learn their lesson. And be like, all right, maybe we should slow down on this shit. Maybe well, we should they? be. I guess shit probably made a lot of money. Yeah, I guess fifty-five percent doesn't phase them. They yeah, don't give a shit. I'm sure they don't care about the rating. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about that. People clapped in my theater too, so I mean, who knows? Yeah, people clapped in mine. I fucking Yikes. walked out of the bitch. Like, I want to give them the finger. <laughs> all of them. Oh, oh they're making all the money, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was literally. The first one out of the theater to okay, the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck this, please. I was uh, definitely ready to go. Um, I don't really want to give this movie any more discussion. 
Uh, yeah, this, this, I guess maybe for newcomers to this film, I guess maybe you're going to be like, wow, this is amazing. But I mean, guess what? A newcomer guess this. what? There's this older one that came out in the 90s that is way better and I think has way more character. And I think, Tar- I think far Tarantino more did it or something. Yeah, Tarantino. This is one of his first films, actually. Uh, watch that instead. Don't watch this. Give us maybe like Maybe a two out of five out of just nostalgia. Whoa, maybe. he loved it, bro. I don't fucking know, man. I hate scores and I hate... I don't hate this movie, but this it's just like... This dude loved this movie. It's just like, what the fuck's What are you, their fucking PR rep? I give it a two as well. It's like, it inherently... It, does, mean, it works. It's it, not the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life, but it, it's... just like, what's the point? <laughs> like, that's the whole... Two I'm, stars for the ability to, like, kind of entertain me, but not really. I was looking at my fucking phone the whole time. Yeah. What about you, Harvey? Man, I don't know. Realistically, it's like it's like a two, but I, but I'm so spiteful. Have, yeah, you gotta have like some a principle. one or one and a half. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's 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 no higher than a two for sure. There you go. All right, cool. All right, let's just rid ourselves of this. We got some good shit coming up. Uh, yeah, next week, believe it's time for, you know, something popular but not a fucking remake. And I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Objectively, I think that's what we're going to watch. I don't right? want to watch it. I want to watch something else. All right, cool. You can watch something else. Uh, I'm going to see that. I'm hearing good shit. I'm hearing it's one of his best. Yada, yada, yada. We will see. A lot of people think Kill Bill is his best. I, I, I delightfully don't, I don't disagree agree. with that. I do not agree that's no. his best film. I think that's just like the, the mouth breather pick for his best film. I feel like that's the easiest film most people can get into. Yeah, I actually don't think Kill Bill is that great. Kill Bill is fun. It's Kill fun. Bill, Kill Bill like, 1 and 2 is a fun it's, film. It's, I'm, not, it's, I'm not a big fan. It's, it's ridiculousness but, supersedes it sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's not... It doesn't have the style of ridiculousness I like, like Inglorious Bastards. I think it's a ridiculous film I that works. I love Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that, that, film, that film is like riddled with just like really great scenes that don't rely on like gratuitous violence. It's just it's his dialogue and character work that make it work as a film. Yeah, I, I feel like, like you don't get that much in Kill Bill. And that's what I'm saying. Kill Bill, you really don't get that. It's it's pulpy and it's over the top and I yeah. think people that's the reason people but like it. Yeah, and ironically, Pulp Fiction is less pulpy than that. I mean, I feel like Pulp Fiction has some of the most entrancing exchanges between characters ever. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's has... Man, he has so much better films than Kill Bill. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, it's I like it's like people you look, say it's their favorite. It annoys the shit out of me. It's like, it's like the fuck, dude? Like, even like hate like regardless of how you feel like any other film like hateful Eye is amazing. It's I think like Jane, a, I think Django's better. Django is amazing as well. Like his western, like that the the series of westerns he did it like after. I mean, just the the characters in Django are just like like Leo playing a villain. Like that shit is powerful. Christoph Waltz, fucking yeah. Uh, but all right. Uh, I think we're gonna watch that. I'm excited to see. It's such a weird movie, and I really don't understand the entire. Like well, I don't really I don't understand the story or plot yeah. at all. Yeah, no nobody does, and I think that's the exciting part. All right, cool. I think that's gonna be our pick. Uh, Do you feel like Tarantino is like an asshole in real life? Oh, I mean, he's he's probably asshole for uh, sure. Do you feel like also? I feel like he's one of those guys you, I mean, you can well, drink with. He's well like, principled, I think, but he's he's like. I feel he, like on set he's like kind of like an asshole. That's what I mean. I hear he's kind of an asshole offset too. Really? Yeah, I hear that. I feel like I can. I feel like we can have a drink with him, and then he just starts wilding out and start doing. Cocaine I think he's like he's table. easily turned. Like he's he's probably a very nice guy at face value, but like I feel like 
he, you know, if you challenge him, he's not going to be like, yeah. He doesn't know yet. Like, if you challenge him on set, he's going to take that offset as well. Right. Like, he's going to, like, remember that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would like right. to work with him one let's, day. Um, let's, get in, let's get into some news. Uh, Harvey, which starts off with some, some interesting, juicy gossip in the in the movie world. Okay. I've got a few things, I guess. I'll go through them, and uh, we can talk about them for a bit. Start um, with the hottest topic of the week. Uh, I'm not gonna go on the hottest topic. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna go with whatever I wrote first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so Natalie Portman is uh coming back to Marvel as oh, yeah. Jane Foster and Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm excited for this title, which is the, a very exciting title. Wait, so she's gonna be the the she's lady Thor. Thor? Yeah, Jane. Yeah. She's gonna be the goddess of thunder. Goddess of thunder. I'm excited for this. Uh, that's a real character, right? No, it's a yeah, black character. Yeah, that's a real character. Right, I just wasn't sure they were forcing fe- uh, feminism. No, again. no. Uh, well, I, actually, mean, I mean, I think it's a bit of both, but I yeah, mean, she yeah. is a real character. Well, the thing is, uh, during this Marvel initiative, they actually went through a whole change with their main roster. Yeah. Riri Williams became Ironheart, which replaced Iron Man. Uh, someone replaced well, the all... Incredible Hulk with an, with uh, someone from Korean descent. Uh, Miss Marvel got replaced with Kamala Khan, which is a really great fucking book. I think it's way better than like, Captain Marvel. Like Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel replaced got, already? got replaced uh, a couple years ago with Kamala Khan, which she's amazing. Wait, what, book, are you, what are you talking about? Replaced. Miss- Captain Marvel came out last year or this year. I'm talking about the comic books. Oh. Marvel had this initiative where they replaced a lot of their oh. mainline heroes with new characters. And they people, can't replace and, Brie Larson now, right? No, they're not going to. They might introduce Kamala Khan later on, but she's a great character. I think she's way more interesting than fucking uh, Captain Marvel, to be honest. Uh, and they did the same thing with Thor. Thor became unworthy i think he had a book series called the unworthy thor where he lost his uh his hammer milnor and then so, jane austen took yeah, it over she, i think he was i think he was hurt or something during that time or sick nick, or something, right? nick, nick fury was able to dismantle thor's power with one word he whispered one word to him and he lost his power so that's how you know how strong nick fury is <laughs> he was able to defeat Thor with just one word and then, uh, you a bitch. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> and the best part is, it's Pussy. like, so, I I so three words. I'm pretty sure, I really wish, I'm not, I don't remember exactly. I don't know if they, they switched over to like the Nick Fury version of, uh, or like the Marvel MCU version, or if it's still the original, like white version. But I just picture like Samuel Jackson's character saying those exact words to Thor. You <laughs> a motherfucking. No, but there was like a huge controversy. Everyone's like really bitching at because they just did the same thing with Wolverine because they replaced him with X twenty three, and everyone's like, it's like who's X twenty three? X twenty three is the little girl, little girl from. All right, (laughs) I forget shit. But that's the thing. Like everyone's bitching. Like you're replacing all our our nice white male characters with all these all these other fucking people, and I mean, and they're they're bitching them out, and then they Marvel backed up and. Dude, all the white characters. I mean, back. I'm, 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 for a second, like, imagine just put yourself in a white nationalist shoes right now. They already feel like, like the white race is under attack, and like the birth rate might go down. Next, all the superheroes are just women, like women, ethnic, <laughs> ethnic people, like 
Captain America is a black dude. <laughs> Not in my America. <laughs> like, they just they just wipe every white male out of the Marvel dude, universe. Dude, you should imagine fucking, what they would feel like. Well, you, you should have saw what happened when fucking Miles Morales came to the picture. People didn't fucking like that shit, but he was a great. I thought introduction to the Ultimate Universe, and I thought it was a great like stepping stone for uh, new interesting characters. Sorry, hard for cutting you off. You talking about comic books, and I got I excited. I mean, it is a. I'm excited for this because Taika's back. Uh, what I'm curious, yeah, Taika is directing it too, which is, and the, I like the title "Love and Thunder" is very funny. So fucking good. <laughs> but traditionally, or not traditionally, but historically, her, her character has sucked. That's why she wasn't probably in the third one. I don't know, but in the first two, her character is horrible. Well, let's hope that Taika so, can direct some charm. Well, yeah. To be ball. fair, Thor was also terrible, um, but his character turned around once Taika took over too. So. I guess we'll see what happens. I think he just that man saved Marvel. That man is a fucking <laughs> savant. I, I feel, feel like, like the Avengers were only good because of him. No, I'm really excited what he's going to do with this. I think he's so like I think he just understands enough what Thor is, and I think they let him do like whatever he needs to do in terms of like ridiculous just character. I don't know. I feel like they're going to let him just roll with it. And like you said, Harvey, I think Love and Thunder is a fucking great title. It is a really good title. And I can't wait. <laughs> it is a good title. Even if we get to see a glimpse of like Thor in this, it is. I feel like it's going to be like hilarious. Just that back it and just, forth banter. It just tells you how much how ridiculous it's going to yeah. be. I'm super fucking pumped. And then Natalie Portman. Like, you can't fucking go wrong. Well, I mean, you can't go wrong because she was terrible in the first two movies. So You can, but I, I, I guess we'll see. Fan. I'm a big fan of her. I'm a big fan too, but yeah, uh, Jane Foster sucked in those first two movies. Um, All right, what else you got? <laughs> um, I guess we'll, I just will, well, I don't want to get into good shit right now. I guess we'll go to uh, more Marvel shit. Uh, Mahershala Thanks. Ali is uh, going to be Blade in Blade, the right. in, okay. in the Blade re- Blade reboot. <laughs> that seems like the best casting you could do. It's the best casting, but it's, I'm it's also very good. upset because I want our boy Wesley Snipes back so bad. What that man? Well, yeah, Wesley Snipes is old. Uh, <laughs> he's pretty old at this point. He can't I think. be that old. Honestly, I feel like he, he's he might. Old. I think Mahershala might be a better Blade. What? All right, this is what? all right. This I is mean, my understanding. I feel like it's the same idea of like John Claude Van Damme. Like they don't get old. Mm. Uh, Wesley Snipes is not Jean Claude. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme looks pretty old. Yeah, uh, Wesley Snipes looks very old as well. I think that this man could be Blade. I think he could be Blade. (laughs) Blade's dad, his dad, his kitchen knife, Daddy Blade. But to be honest with you, it's not even about it's not about youth or anything. But like Daddy Butter Knife. Mahershal Ali's face with like some sunglasses on, like he, I, I, I feel like feel, he's gonna look cool as shit. That's perfect, Blade. Yeah. Like that, rem- like that. I'm already getting it in my head. Yeah. He looks just like Blade. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Dude, I, I think- have, I have an alternate. I have an alternate pick. Is this YG? <laughs> YG with those sunglasses. YG's not dark enough. You gotta be. He literally looks like a fucking like a you joke be version. Dark like the midnight, so you blend in, but. I think that <laughs> I think Mahershala is a better actor than uh Wesley than Wesley Snipes. Snipes. I, although I love Wesley Snipes, but I think Wesley Snipes brought like this charisma to that role. Yeah, which was, I mean Mahershala uh, Ali is just like the thing so is. We'll see. I like Mahershala. He's Ali. also a martial artist too, which made the action sequences pretty. Yeah. I think better than they would have been. So I'm curious how that'll how, how that'll work out. I'm not gonna doubt him because I think he's a great actor, and you know I'm not gonna. But I the thing is I'm just. I don't know if he's he can like play the part of Blade because I guess because I'm thinking of Wesley Snipes. 
Yeah. I mean, he had like a demeanor. He had like a, just an attitude about him. So, I mean, we'll see when the movie comes out. I'm going to fucking see it day one. Because yeah. Blade 1 was amazing when I watched it as a kid. Blade 2 was I even better. Blade. I love Blade. Blade, I, I don't fucking care what, love it. First of all, everyone says Iron Man kicked it all off. I think Blade kicked it all off. I'm Blade not was, I think Blade is very underrated. That was a great movie. Uh, he and he was great in that role. I love when he, it's such he's a, about to shoot that dude. And he like puts his hand out. He's like, you got to learn to pull the trigger. <laughs> it's so good. I guess we're due for some rewatches. Oh, no. This That's is going to happen. Movie. Blade 1, 2, and 3. Trinity's not that bad. All right. In grand scheme of things. I don't know. I don't, right. I don't well, like the third one. What else you got? Uh, Chris Rock's Saw movie has been moved up to May 2020. All right, first of all, what's Chris Rock, Rock is, doing this? He is rebooting Saw. He's is gonna. It, is it a comedy? Um, no, it's gonna be a horror movie. It's a legit horror movie. He is the executive producer and he is writing. Uh, I suppose he's writing the the story. Although I don't think he'll necessarily have a hand in writing the 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 actual uh, screenplay. Um, hmm. or he's actually. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's written not directing it, right? He is not directing. He's just the producer, and he wrote the he wrote the story. That's weird. Um, I'm not exactly sure who's actually written the screenplay, but it it is really weird, and it is interesting though. It, I'm I'm sort of intrigued. I can't imagine him coming up with torture scenarios. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can't imagine. It's either. like not his style of comedy. He uh, he he said he's a big fan of it, and he said that he's going to bring it to a really intense and twisted new place. I, all right, heads up. And just got some new info. He's starring it as well. I didn't know that. And guess wow. who's... And apparently, Samuel Jackson's going to be in this? What are we doing? All right, well, I guess, I guess we're doing this. I didn't know anything about the Samuel Jackson part. All right, I just need to see a trailer because this doesn't make sense to me. So I'll wait. <laughs> it, it. I don't know what to think. I mean... It could be good because I think Saw is so ridiculous that a bit of comedy, if he were to introduce it to it, wouldn't uh, go poorly. Um, it it would help to I think break some of that just that that awkwardness that I feel when watching those because it's just so over the top. Um, I suppose the last bit of news I have is that there's going to be a Walking Dead movie. Um, All right, we can skip this. <laughs> Uh, I think it's kind of. In, I haven't watched The Walking Dead in a, in a really long time, probably since like you and season half of four. America. Yeah, it's a it's not a good show. It was. I think the first three seasons are solid. After that, it gets really, really, uh, just really bad. The writing gets all. I just think that's a trend the with TV now. Uh, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, also, they like kicked Fr- Frank Darabont off the show. He was the one that actually uh, created the TV show. And he executive so produced are you it. Serious, Frank Darabont did that. Yeah, dude, I didn't know that at all. That was the entire reason why I watched it in the first place, um, and that's why I think season he had a huge hand in season one, and that's why I think season one so great. Season one is uh, I watched I would I watched the first three seasons. Uh, season one and two were great. After that, uh, I watched season three and lost interest altogether. Uh, I try to keep up with the comic books. I've read past the prison basically past that point as well like and i just lost interest in the comic mm-hmm. book they just really can't hold up yeah that makes sense uh i played the video game i played uh telltale's uh, the walk I, I played season one season one's really good season one is great uh and then i stopped after that well apparently in the latest season uh rick grimes is hurt badly and he gets sort of helicoptered away and uh, I guess that's how the season ends, maybe. And I don't know if y'all know, but uh, Andrew Lincoln is supposed to exit the show. So there's, so Rick Grimes is supposed to be off the show. Um, 
but apparently they're going to handle uh that story in a in a future film. So same actors? Well, I don't know if all the same actors. Well, no, it's going to be Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes. Uh he gets helicoptered away and it, it sort of shows uh like um I suppose his his story after he after he leaves like his group and uh what becomes universe? of him. Yeah, it's the same universe, same story, same everything. They're all connected. But it's just a way I, I suppose to close out his story. That's the, so I it's guess. just like a glorified finale. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a yeah. In theaters. It's it's a closure uh movie. I this is weird to me. This is like the entourage yeah, movie. <laughs> it, it is Which we it watched. is weird. We, we did we did watch that. No one asked for it, but we watched it and no one asked for this either. And uh, I feel like people don't really care what happens to Rick Grimes, but we're getting it. And I'm probably gonna watch it. I'd be I, honest, kinda, I don't know shit about this show because I saw like the first couple episodes and I was like Oh, zombies? Well, uh, I've seen that before. Robert Kirkman is a very interesting writer. I've read most of his comics. Uh, I think Invincible is way better than Walking Dead. I think it's just like a way better story, way better characters, way more interesting world. But I don't know. Like It's like Walking Dead, I really lost interest. And the one thing that really kills me is that they, this is like a money machine for them in terms of like, a massive one. Or at like, least it was. Well, it was. The thing is, there is like a weird following. Like, there's people who fucking watch this show and then also watch Fear the Walking Dead. They, like, that's another thing, too. Like, it's just like they have, the show has spinoffs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what else story can you really tell? And all this kind of, like, I watched a trailer for Fear the Walking Dead. It looks super fucking cheesy. And I'm just like, I don't know if I could fucking be down for this. Did, yeah. Did Robert Kirkman write uh, Chew? No, that wasn't. That no, was, that I wasn't think, him. I think that was a uh, layman. Layman. I'll get. Chew is ooh. great, dude. Yeah, Chew is good. That's uh, that. Honestly, I would watch a show. I would watch Chew, like if they came out with the show. Uh, I think it's a really good comic. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if people. Dude, would watch I don't. That, no but, one will watch yeah. that, dude. It's too fucking. I think it'd just be too gruesome for most people, or too fucking weird. But I think it's a great fucking book. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, it, I don't know, man. I just. You know he's not a he's not a, a bad writer. I just think his property. I mean, he says he's connected to a lot of his work still. He's still there day to day in terms of like where the story's going. But it's just like, it's just like, you know, it's okay for things to end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's okay for things to be like you know. I think not in this fucking world. Apparently, it's, it's like what we're on season what plus it's season nine, right? Yeah, season nine. It's you know like it's gonna keep going. I really kind of wanted. I thought it was going to be over, like maybe by season six, season seven. You thought wrong, apparently. So well, that's it for uh, Harvey's news corner. Yeah, Comic Con happened this week, so it's pretty big shit, you know. Like, mm. I mean, that's where they market all the new shows for us. <sighs> yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, how do you feel about the Witcher TV show? Have you saw the trailer for that? I haven't seen the trailer, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Plus, it's TV, and this is a movie. I think that's. Guess, so. I think that's Netflix's Netflix's last big, big, big show. Do <laughs> you think it's going to sink from there? Well, no. It's because I feel like. I mean, yeah. Part of me thinks. <laughs> I think. Well, they announced season two of Alter Carbon, and me and Sean are the only fans of that show. I like Alter Carbon. Do you? Okay. Well, yeah. me, Harvey, and Sean are the only fans. I don't of this have Netflix show. anymore, but yeah, I like Alter Carbon. Just they, they, fucking get me out of this and take me to the Shia LaBeouf You know who's going to be? You know who's going to be in, starring the new season, right? Anthony Mackie. Well, yeah, I might, I might watch it. Yeah, that's, I'm I just very want, excited. I just want, I just want to be like, I just want. I'm gonna go rewatch the Beach Bum because I can't handle this shit. Beach Bum. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Uh, this world's been taken over by the geeks. You should go rewatch like, Blade. I think you should rewatch Blade too. To be God. specific, well, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna rewatch all of them before the that. Trigger. Movie. But uh, all right, that's interesting stuff. I liked. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I saw something about the Thor thing, but actually, I, I don't really keep up with news. So it's good that you brought that stuff. <laughs> so uh, I don't keep up with it either. This yeah, is my chance to right, but like catch up. Yeah, it's good because I had no idea that Taika was redoing it. Um, all right, cool. That about does it for us. Uh, if you like the show, uh, let us know. These these news uh, segments are are new. Um, let let us know if you uh, if you enjoy the news segment. But um, now we're gonna we're gonna move on to our game. I don't even know where we left off on get wrecked. Well, Steve um, lost last time. He's the last loser. Yeah, I signed him the abyss, and oh, he didn't it? watch it. Oh, right. oh that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, so how are we doing this? That was a that was a big uh, movie on my list too. So do we just play like normal and then like? Uh, I suppose. Yes, if he loses, he goes too. I guess if oh, I lose, no, no, if, I'm, I, I'm, if I lose, I'm not watching it. D20, you, you don't need a D20 for this. D12, man. Sorry, it's like a lot. D12. We have no room to roll. All right, so this is the game where we roll a 12-sided die, and the uh, winner, or the the person with the highest number, gets to assign a uh, movie to the person with the lowest number. Um, Steve previously lost, but I think uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember it. I got a 10. Well, 10's looking pretty good. All right. Tom, this is all you. You got a 9. A 9. Steve, things are watching the Abyss, buddy. Good luck. Sick. Wait, oh, so you're reassigning? You're not doubling up? I mean... If I double up, yeah, I'm just going to be back. I I also don't want to waste a fucking (laughs) movie. My my movies are precious. All right. Yeah, he might not watch it anyway, so... Um, I'm going to watch it, goddammit. James Cameron, right? Starring that was God. All right, so re, re-up on The Abyss. Let's get back on track here, Steve. Make sure you watch that. Uh, I hate the fact that James Cameron has on the thing. He's James Cameron the first. Yikes. All right, but that about does it for us. That's if you like the means. episode. Uh, <laughs> that means he's the first James Cameron on IMDb. Is that, does that what, what yeah, it is? Yeah, that means there's another James Cameron. This is on here. Let me go find Dang, it. he got on there quick. It's a common name. This um, fucker has like... Five movies on here that he's never going to release. This doesn't make any sense. Why does he have five Avatar movies that are never going to come out? They'll come out. Yikes. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, that about does it for us. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, do the right film underscore podcast. And uh, we're also on Twitter. And, and uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, do the right film for video content. And. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, let us know what you thought about the news segment. I, I think it's pretty interesting. I was skeptical about doing news on the show, but I, I think I quite enjoy the discussions we have from it. So we will try to do that more often, I think, unless you have a better idea. Let us know. Go to our website, dotherightfilm.com, and find all of our stuff there. And you can uh, you can send us a, a email on there if you want to recommend us a movie. You want to hear us talk about a specific topic or or whatnot? Just drop us a line. We're all ears. Um, Did you guys know that Vin Diesel is going to star in Avatar two? That's another new segment. <laughs> well, just <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. I, I appreciate it, and um, we'll see you next time, Steve. What is it? That we need that Remember you when he released that video where he was dancing <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, it's so that terrible. Shit was weird. <laughs>
The internet's a weird place. I remember, I remember Tyrese crying. What, what more do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what do we need, Steve? We need Avatar too. Yikes.